You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Dude, what's up, Peach? Homo Riot is in the house. Ow! <laughs> I'm so excited, I'm, man. This guy's a legend, man. I'm stoked. Dude, book, thanks man. for making the trip here. Yeah, man, of course. I'm happy to be here with you guys. Man. I'm sorry for the trip home. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what that's like. It was stacked up when I was coming out here, so. But Traffic right. is just a daily story for people who live in LA, you know what I mean? Like, I had a plan. I was like, all right, I'm coming from Orange County. It's going to take me about an hour and a half to get to Encino right now. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, you know what? You, you know, one of the, we have one of the most legendary, in my opinion, oh, local dude. street artists from Iconic. LA, man. Yeah. Iconic, man. <laughs> and it's one of the first street artists I ever saw, man. And, uh, um, Homo Wright is in the house, like you said, Teach. You know, welcome, man. Welcome. All right on, James. Thanks for having me. Appreciate, yeah. Appreciate so let me just here. tell you a little bit about, uh, you know, my role in LA Street Art Gallery, because obviously Teach is another fellow street artist, but um, LA Street Art Gallery, LA's pretty much oldest street art blog. Yeah. I always say we carry the torch from uh, Melrose and Fairfax blog, basically. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, well, the reason why I say you're one of the most iconic, legendary ones is you get up everywhere, man. I mean, I go to places, I travel different countries, I see okay, you. Okay, so I, I, I just, my, my first question is, back when I first got started, I, I already saw your work up. When did you get started in the streets? Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I've been trying to hit the street for a really long time. I used to live in Dallas, and I used to make these really wacky baby dolls, and I... Wasn't affiliated with any kind of gallery. I didn't understand the art scene at all. So I would just, but I wanted to share this work, right? So I would just tie these things to like Street Post in Dallas, and just I mean I don't know that anybody ever saw them, but I would drive by them and love them, you know. And that was maybe like uh, I don't know, like '97, '96, '97. Yeah. So, so then where are you from originally? Uh, originally from the Panhandle of Florida, like deep, oh my deep God. country. Really, where are you from? Yeah. Destin. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I'm from Milton. Dude. <laughs> oh my God. I, I knew there was something about it when I saw him. You know what I mean? Like there's That's like a, wild. if people don't understand and people from Florida, when you meet someone else from Florida, there's like a, you kind of, there's a certain recognition there. Yeah. You know, yeah, especially yeah. from that area. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it, man. You know, you know, and. Milton. Oh my God. Yeah. My, my, uh, I was just interesting interested. for you. Oh, well, <laughs> Depends on your uh, definition of interesting, but, right? I mean, but it shaped me, right? You know, that's true. That's who I am. Real quick, can I grab yeah. a? Beer? I see you holding. Yeah, I yeah, want yeah. you to drink alone, man. Have I mean, beer, please. I want to crack your one open too. Peroni. Uh, yeah, no, that's right. But, I like that he's using the lighter, man. That, that's that. That means you're a legit party. Oh, dude, he just popped it with no problem. <laughs> When you can, when you can use a lighter to uh, open your beer, you know what I mean. You know you're in the party scene for a little bit. Well, <laughs> just when you snap it the teeth. first time with no problem. That's the big thing. Oh, <laughs> dude, that blows my mind, Milton. Yeah. So, growing up in Milton, dude. <clears throat> I mean, um, Southern Baptist boy. My my great grandfather was a Baptist minister. Our family was very like into that whole thing. I was at church two or three times a week, and. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, it's it's where I came from. That's that's my yeah, kind of my background. So you have to kind of 
I wouldn't have known that he's from Florida, who you man, are. he gets up everywhere in L.A., man. I mean, one of the first places I... You know I, what? I never would have known it, but the moment that I saw him when he pulled up here, there was a, <laughs> a, like an a, a interesting recognition to him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he looks like he could be from somewhere That's near funny. where I'm from. That's you know, funny. just like an instant, like it, only by seeing him. You know what That's I mean? That's awesome, man. Up until today, I thought I saw someone that I thought was him, <laughs> but it wasn't. That's one of the interesting things about being a, a graffiti artist and a street artist, right? Yeah. Sometimes you you see people's work in the streets and everything, sure. and, and you see the, the images they put up, and you come up maybe a rough idea of what you think they may look like, yeah. you know? And then, um, you know, there was a couple of functions where uh, I thought someone was like, yeah, there's Homer Ryan over there, something like that. And, it was a, a bigger guy, bigger, burlier guy, uh, not near as good looking as, as, uh, as, as Homer Ride here. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's what I thought he was for the longest time. But uh, well, yeah. th- he definitely, you definitely didn't know you guys are pretty much from the same. Like, no, that, that blows my mind a little no, bit. No, that's well, we're going to have to talk about that later because that's, uh, that's a whole nother. <laughs> it won't be as interesting if <laughs> you tell me what no, no, you talking about. Let's, let's start off with that because sometimes we don't circle back, man. And you know, I'm, I'm born and raised in LA. Yeah. I don't know anything about the panhandle. And Teach, teach makes it seem like it's a real nice place, man. Well, no, here's the thing right. it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful to yeah. look at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. It's um, the area I'm from, Destin, okay? When I got there, it was a tiny little fishing village of about 3,500 people, mm, okay? Small, With charter boats and everything. But the problem is you have a, a military base nearby, oh, okay, Eglin Air Force Base. That's where my parents worked, met and yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 and so yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of raised military. Luckily, I never went into the military. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's, that's the whole scene there. So what happens when you have these military guys, you know, some of them are go straight from there off to Iraq to war or whatever. So you need to have somewhere for them to have a good time mm. and some things for them to have good times with. Yeah. So there was all kinds of drugs. Really? And so yeah. I didn't realize how much there was just because I was you know, not aware of it as much as I was later in life. But um, did that, you ever go to Daddy's Money? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, I snuck in there at the young age, Daddy's money? underage. Daddy's Money was a nightclub okay. on Okaloosa Island, uh-huh. and there was uh, can't imagine how many felonies must have been. Oh my uh, God. happened. Like kids me, underage getting in there drinking and just whew, lots of right debauchery. Now, right now, I mean, it's hurricane season. <laughs> It's hurricane season right now, right? But yeah. I mean, it doesn't really, nor does it normally hit the. Dude, man. it's weird. This, this little area has the best luck when it comes to hurricanes. Well, lately at least. They got uh, hit yeah. by a couple. Okay, lately. They got hit by a couple. But um, lately they've been getting lucky with the, with the hurricanes. There was back when, when uh, Homer Ryan and I were living there. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing we're probably about the same yeah, age. Yeah, you the same age. Yeah, I'm 51. 50? Yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> That's it's crazy. blowing my mind a little like, bit, right? <laughs> but during that time, there was there was a couple of hurricanes that ravaged the area. Um, Frederick, yeah, was one, and I, uh, see, that's I'm horrible with names. Well, that was the biggest one for me, and I remember it because we, I, my my dad took me down. My 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 grandparents lived on the bay, um, and my grandfather had to decide to ride that one out. And so as we're driving down there, we're just like seeing like devastation. And, and my dad says, you know, your, your grandfather might be dead. Yeah. Just, just be ready. Oh, yeah. And uh, as we're driving down there, my grandfather's pickup truck had been, thro- like, pushed into the house. They, I mean, they were literally right on the water. And, um, I mean, the house is, like, it was torn up. But there's my grandfather walking around outside, like, That's just luck. surveying shit. Yeah, but it was, it was a, that was a bad, that was a bad one. But, yeah, Frederick, there's, um, 
See, that's the thing. Whenever, uh, like, traumatic things like that and names that I try to forget, yeah. it's good at not bringing them back because yeah, we yeah. had to evacuate a couple really? of times. So there was one. How old were you? At I think time? Elena was the one that, that, that came in, and we evacuated to Alabama, and it went on past, and then it came back, and we had to evacuate again. Yeah. What yeah. a pain in the oh, butt, I, man. I Jeez, man. That's something that us in California, we just don't. We, we look at hurricanes. I actually, and we're just yeah. Like, what, like, oh, it's, dude, there's such a pain in the ass. It's, it's, it's the, the people make a lot of money selling the equipment to set up for hurricanes and everything during that time. It's and an it's industry. just, a, it's nerve wracking. I, I much prefer waking up in the middle of the night in an earthquake than sitting there watching a hurricane come at me. What do you think, Romo? Well, I mean, I, uh, I mean, I actually have a fondness for hurricanes other than obviously the devastation and, and, you know, I mean, I, Hurricane parties. Right? This is a time. Well, yeah, hurricane. Parties. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is a really timely conversation, obviously, because um, this this thing just went through the Bahamas and yeah. just like you know, people dying and their their worlds just you know, torn upside down. And, and I'm afraid and to look. Really. Many of those people will never, ever, ever get over what's no, what's happened to them, like the people gone. in Katrina. And but uh, I mean, I, I literally I remember sleeping outside on a deck during a hurricane. I can't remember what hurricane it was. It obviously, wasn't a huge thing, but. Just the wind howling and water coming, and I, you know, I was probably like twelve years old. My parents were like, okay, just <laughs> oh my god, if you want to, you know, sleep, sleep outside. I mean, when, we're like country people, so when do you decide good. to leave or not? Though that's my question because I see all these people evacuating, and some people they decide to stay. Right? They say it happens every year. So right. I'm just curious, like, what's the? Uh, well, it's know? a crapshoot. I mean, I heard some of the people this morning in, in North Carolina are like, yeah, we're gonna hang out and stay, and and of course for them it was okay. It like just barely missed them, right? But yeah. but you don't know these things can change. Well, here's the thing, you know, I mean, it, it depends on what your your life is like you know what i mean if you're yeah. if you're single you don't have any kids or anything no one's worried about you then yeah. you know what have a hurricane party right you know right, i did that right. when i was young right but um you know if you got a family and you got kids you're and right. stuff you sure. got someone that's counting on you sure then you got to take care of yourself you got to be smart about it yeah. and and even if it is coming close you got to evacuate interesting because okay. if you don't man they can take a turn right you know they've gotten a lot more accurate with the prediction of where they're going these days mm -hmm. but back in the day you know, if there was, you didn't know. Now my dad is about 85 now, and he's not going to evacuate anymore. He doesn't care That's, if it runs slam over Destin. Right. But the house that we built, there is a room in that house where he would be safe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like a concrete, like, safe room kind of? Like. Yeah, it's, it's basically surrounded um, all four walls by cinder block, filled cinder block, and with one small window at the far end of it that even if that blew out nothing's going to happen to the inside if it gets flooded he'll still have like at least two feet up at the top of the between the ceiling and the floor now the the roof of that place you know they'll it'll fly right off right do they take out tornadoes brick, brick stuff or is it anything that's like concrete down dude like okay here's the thing okay a lot of people don't know this but inside of hurricanes are tornadoes okay oh, they'll spin off and all of a sudden yeah, a tornado is a different thing, man. That's a pressure thing. That go, that that passes over a house, and all of a sudden the, the roof just flies off. Yeah. It's not about how hard that wind is hitting it. It's just mm. a pressure thing, and it just blows it out. Oh, I see. So, I see. but the floor of that house is is firmly connected to the uh, the cinder block, filled cinder block foundation that we have. So the floor won't go anywhere. I see. Well, anyway, I mean. I just wanted to talk a little bit about her. <laughs> well, that's Because uh, to, to me, it's just, honestly, it's amazing that there's, in my opinion, two legendary street artists are from, like, this little panhandle area. Dude, before. that's <laughs> crazy, man. That's, that's, like, that's, like, pretty strange. You know, <laughs> you know, it's a small town, and then there, it, 
Maybe this something in the water breeds street artists, man. <laughs> I, I mean, activation. It maybe gets so. activated to do something. Now, okay, so here's my question. Yeah. Um, just so our our, uh, our listeners know, uh, having the name Homo Riot. Right. Um, where did you come up with the name? How did you come up with that? Uh, well, so it's kind of like my Genesis story. 2008. I was um, uh, I was in a relationship. Um, there was. Uh, like the state of California legalized uh, same-sex marriage uh, through a legislative, uh, you know, like law, right? Yeah. So they wrote a law. I remember then that. Uh, Prop Eight came along, and they said, "No, nope, we're not going to do that anymore." That's right. And that. and all of that is is like null and void. One so, of the first times the U.S. taken away freedom from people. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Sadly, it may not be the last, <laughs> yeah. but it was one of the first. Um, and you know, I had actually been kind of opposed to gay marriage. Not not the the idea of it. Obviously, we should have every right to get married and and and, and have families and and be just like everybody else. But um, there is this idea of kind of uh, appropriating straight kind of lifestyle that mm. that is sometimes it seems like wh- why do I need to do that? Like I'm I'm happy in my situation. Uh, we are committed. You know. Um, and I don't need to like mock up a, a wedding and get some like matching tuxes and go out and pay a floral arranger to do whatever and go absolutely know, send the family you. on a honeymoon to Hawaii yeah. and okay no we we don't need to do that you make your own tradition I think right exactly or even boycotting marriage these days yeah <laughs> you know, well I mean I'm just I'm all for making your own traditions yeah, you right know? exactly and so that was my mindset at the time. But when you know the Mormons come in and they're buying up ads and 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 pushing. Uh, legislation now, or I mean, uh, a, a, a vote to the people that says, no, nope, this isn't right for California. Uh, that you know, I was like, okay, fuck you. You can't, you can't do that. And and I was convinced. I mean, I'm living in California. This is the most progressive place in the U.S. Uh, there's no way this is going to pass. But I'm going to work. I'm going to work the phone banks. I'm going to march. I'm going to do all this. So I was I was very active. Um, and when, and when Prop 8 uh, passed, I just, I was really beside myself. Like, I just couldn't believe it. Like, like, like if I can't be me and be proud and do my thing in Los Angeles, where the fuck can I do it? And, and I started to uh, really react to that. And so I, I've always been an artist. I've always been kind of creating in isolation, really, because I had other jobs. And I would just go home at night and smoke a you know, blunt and you know, yeah. create all night long. <laughs> but, uh, but, but this is like, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I, I, I just felt really passionate about this. And anytime I feel something like that, it comes out in my art. Right. Mm. So, uh, I had, I had done all this, all, all these works. I had done like stencils and all kinds of things. And, and I just was trying to come up with a message that was quick and, and, and concise and somebody could see it instantly and it convey what I was feeling. And, Really, some of the first homo riot was like guys butt fucking with a bomb next to them. And, yeah, I and, remember seeing that. You know, and so, so I was really like, I just wanted to get in people's faces. And in 2008, I'm sure you'll remember that was really, you know, street art was kind of hitting a peak, or at, at, at least yeah. on the way up in Los Angeles. Yeah. And so there were a lot of uh, guys and girls getting up, and and I just was like, I'm gonna fucking do it on the street. So, so that was kind of the. Well, well to be honest, I think like. Well, for LA Street Art Gallery, we started I think 2010, mm-hmm. and uh, you know before that was Melrose Affairs Facts, as I mentioned, and uh, 
you know, for us, it was just like there, there were people that we had just seen getting up and consistently, even when I traveled, like I said, like I mentioned, and yours, your kiss image. Um, well, I think it's a kiss image, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of people see different shit in it. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. people see uh, luchadors and. And some people, when they look at it, they only see one face. Yeah. And it's kind of weird like how the that. brain plays yeah. with that, but... Well, I love, yeah, I love how the design leaves it open <laughs> for different interpretations. Yeah. Does it have anything to do with Kiss the Band? Yeah, yeah, it I does. was going to say that, so, too, yeah. So when I was a little kid in Milton, <laughs> um, <laughs> one of my best friends uh, was the youngest of eight kids. And uh, his dad was a doctor, and so his older brothers were fucking crazy. And this was in, like, the 70s, like, late mm-hmm. 70s. And um, so I would go hang out at his house, but his brothers were all in high school and graduated, but still living at home. And they were like carrying around 357s and drinking. When yeah. we were just, oh, it yeah. was like, Panhandle. it was fucking it's, crazy. This I know. is what I imagine. My it was dangerous too. shit. No, I know. My friends too. Same thing. <laughs> That's what I imagine the Panhandle people would well, be like. You know, it was, dude. They're White still like that. Uh, cut off short, cargo shorts yeah. and uh, a gun probably. <laughs> so, so I was this kind of, I mean, you know, little soft kid. Uh, hanging out with these older kind of sketchy, straight, like, you know, just kind of crazy guys. And um, they had life-size posters in their bedrooms of Kiss. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know who Kiss was. My parents weren't into Kiss. And I didn't have any older brothers and sisters. And so I would see these, these, these characters, you know, with like the platform shoes on, with like the teeth for the, you know, I mean, yeah. just, and then the makeup and the hair, and they were all really kind of, just wow, they were like, like, like heroes to me, yeah, right? Yeah. But, but they were also imbued with this kind of masculinity Glam. and like fierceness and and something. So uh, I don't know, you know, when I was first coming up with this, I just was looking for something that was kind of like punk and rock and roll and very provocative and, images and 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 kind of in your face and and yet it still has, I mean, you know, some some element of androgyny or something going on well, with it too well kiss so. itself is it, to tell you the truth it's kind of interesting because it's like it's like a glam thing right yeah it's, right you right. know and that was big in the late 70s to the early I mean you know some people say it's still big right yeah. it, it depends on what they'll always have their audience you, yeah. you know what I mean but I feel like during that period of time it was very like everybody was very androgynous you know all the rock stars like I said they had long hair they That's wore true. women's clothing yeah. they yeah. wore yeah. in the 80s yeah. totally in the 80s you know what I mean and, yeah. and I'm telling you um, you're that's why I want to ask you in person. I said, is it have to do with kiss? Because it looks like a kiss. It's two guys kissing yeah. or two yeah. beings kissing, you right, know what right, I mean? Right. But it also, like I said, it looks like a luchador kind yeah. of too. And uh, I'm telling you, like I, my, my, my uh, history in this scene is how I started was um, I was a, a pharmaceutical rep actually. Mm-hmm. So I would always go visit all the doctors and off one off uh, – it's in like Hollywood, basically. I don't know. You exit, and then bam, right there on the electrical box, you see the, uh, you see the, you see the, 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 your image, man. And the thing is, it was basically one of the first pieces of street art after I watched Exit through the gift shop. I like that that I noticed, man, your your iconic image. And then, to me, I was just like, I was always just like, man, who's behind this? You know what I mean? And today, to finally meet you, man, it's just an honor, man. Really. I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, were there other names before you came up with Homo Riot? Like, you know, it's been a while. Um, no, I don't think so. I I think that really spoke to what I was feeling, and and also um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I wanted. I wanted a fucking riot. What about the Stonewall riots? Is it anything like uh, that, you know, in terms of inspiration behind the name or anything like uh, that? Gay uh, people not aren't known, really. Right, gay people right, aren't right. really known to be <laughs> rioters necessarily, yeah, yeah, except right. for that instance, right? Right. Well, I mean, I mean, there's a history of, of, of gay and queer riots throughout, okay. you know, kind of all of time, I'm sure. But, yeah. but, but um, uh, I, I mean... That riot, my riot doesn't have anything particularly drawn from Stonewall riot, sure. but uh, but of course, uh, you know, I, I mean, it's shares in the, it's in the ethos. Shares a lot, yeah. Uh, there. Yeah. So I got a question for you. When you um, when did you realize that uh, or start having inclinations towards art, doing art? I mean, my whole life, my my, um, I, I come from a. But in Milton, to grow up like his, right. doing artwork well, in Milton. Well, I mean, I came from kind of an artistic family. Not oh. uh, they, you know, nobody professionally artistic. I had a great aunt that was a writer, um, uh, but I, I, I always kind of got encouraged to do that. I was an only child. I spent a lot of time by myself, and I just that was oh, how I entertained. Okay. What do your parents do? I, mean, I see. If you don't want me asking. Uh, well, my dad was in real estate. Actually, okay. both my parents were in real estate. Sure. Okay. Most of the time, I was growing up. Um, then my mother, uh, she's, both of them are very entrepreneurial. Mm. And, um, so for the last, uh, almost 20 years, my mom had a couple of restaurants in Dallas. So oh, at, they, my mom moved to Dallas, um, I don't remember what year, but anyway, it's at some point after I was long gone and, uh, she, uh, she moved to Dallas. My dad followed her to Dallas. So she, that's, but, but she's like, I mean, she's super cook. Uh, super artistic eye. She's like, I mean, our, well, cooks are artists, man. Yeah, I mean, I, course, I mean, course, really. Course. Like, and you know what? If you're in real estate, you got to be a social person, man. Yeah, that's you, right. You know, I mean, Absolutely. Yeah, you can't sell a house by being a. Well, you, you got to be a little bit of an artist as well. <laughs> that's you know true, what I mean? man. That's, we'll uh, teach you. I mean, I mean, you kind of sell a house. I mean, you. you, you oh yeah, that's. Uh, I've I've told people like uh, people. Some people think that I just survive solely on on selling my artwork, and. Um, you know, granted, if I was just uh, single, um, I might be able to. But uh, you know, with a family, uh, twin nine-year-olds now, um, yeah, it's not consistent enough. So I see. to uh, help offset that, we uh, we work with some investors and we flip houses. Well, let, let me ask you actually, because recently um, it's a topic of discussion. I want to ask you too. It seems like, uh, you know, when you're coming up, everybody's like, "Oh man, I just want to make it. I want to have like, you know, all the." material possessions and you know as an artist you know you dream of having all those material possessions you know and then uh once you feel like you're an artist internally the external people start asking you well are you uh surviving on just your art like it seems some, like it's some sort of like uh <laughs> like what, you, you, you here's know, the thing, credibility okay. of some sort I, you know? I have i have rules uh with my artwork because of um of my past experiences and my clients um you know, I, I've gone to school for my artwork. I have a bachelor's degree of fine arts. Yeah. Um, and before I started doing graffiti, I actually did commission portraits and ended up working for some of the richest people in the world. So um, what happens when you do that is you work yourself up to a certain rate. And then, you know, when I started doing graffiti, <laughs> and people are like, you know, uh, my, my collectors, you know, they're like, well, it's going to be interesting to see what he prices, you know, this work at. Mm. And so, um, you know, that's when doing the stencil prints, you know, kind of makes it easier to sell it for less. And, yeah. and my collectors are, are very understanding about that. But, you know, I, um, I will never 
discount my work. Mm. I don't have sales, and I never will. Mm. And I'll never lower my price. I like that's cool. What about, what about that's that's the that's like how you know um, you try you that's what you strive for, you know, as, as an artist because a collector then you know looks at you and go okay you know I know that my work all of a sudden you know isn't going to be sold down the street for like a third of the price or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You make a commitment, you know, to your clients when you get a certain level of clients. And it's kind of, it's a little scary because there are a couple of clients that, you know, if, uh, if they, you know, if they want to get rid of me, they realize my artwork is worth more. I got to make sure I'm, you know, don't anger them. <laughs> or else they'll put you on a hit list, man. They'll put me on a hit list and all of a sudden my artwork is worth more. You know, I never thought about that. But you know what? I actually kind of disagree with a little bit. I think that, you know, granted, you know, certain investments or what, okay, if you're going to spend money on artwork, you know, I think it's good to make some of that investments maybe. And sometimes only dead artists' artwork is a good investment. But at the same time, if you're going to spend money on dead people's artwork, I think you should also buy artwork from people that are still living. Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, what, what, what's your take on it? Oh, uh, wow. Well, I mean, I have actually, in my life, I've been pretty lucky through other means, right? So, mm. so, so I've made a decent living working in other industries. Sure. And art has always been my, my hobby, my, my kind of passion. Actually, yeah. Um, but I've bought some artwork of dead people that has appreciated greatly. Of course. Mm. Uh, but... That stuff actually doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Uh, yeah, I just got divorced, and I that was part of our separation. I gave a lot of that away. Oh wow! Uh, I mean, I you know, there's some equalization there, but 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 anyway. Um, but what I love is is work that's that's that just speaks to me, right? So yeah. so I'm not just buying something for an investment. I'm gonna buy something because I want to fucking look at it every day. Yeah. Um, like I'm really into Sick Kid right now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, has you he not what? changed incredibly? I mean, he used to do that one face. Yes, right. With the right, bugging right, eyes. The bug eyes. You know, yeah. you know what? We have a video on LA Square Gallery of Sick Kid. Actually, like, paste, you don't see his face, but just pasting up. We're gonna. I should post it on the Town Podcast uh, Instagram page, man, because it's like <laughs> we it's gotta get him on here eventually. Yeah, 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 just yeah. corner him. He's so in. elusive. <laughs> he's, he's a groovy dude. I had dinner with him a couple of uh, like two or three months ago. But um, another kid that looked nothing like. Yeah, no, you'd never, ever, ever. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think like you're saying, buy work that you love, you know, ha- have something in your house. And, and if you know anything about art, you know, then, then hopefully uh, in 20 or 30 years it will have appreciated and you will have made a good investment. But yeah. don't buy it for the investment. You know yeah, what? At the same, you're you're supporting someone. Is basically what well, you're doing. Well, that's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're, if you're buying something from a living artist, you're, you're helping to support them. Yeah. You know, you, you, you enjoy the piece of artwork. Um, and then, you know, at some point you're able to look at that piece of artwork in the future and say, hey, you know, I help support a living artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, to me, honestly, you, you know, you, you could give me like a really fancy old painting, man, and i probably just put it in storage, man. Like, you know, I mean, honestly. Because... Well, the thing is, dude, if you, um, if you display it correctly with lighting and everything, it's going to start damaging it. Well, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you want to protect your investment, then the smart thing to do is, you know... Hide that shit. Yeah. Put it in the dark. Hoard <laughs> it. <laughs> in a dark, cool place, you know? But you know what? Back to what I was saying, though. Um, you know, 
I, I hear this a lot, especially in LA, because LA, there's so many creative people and there's so many artists, man. We love to like compare, you, you know what I mean? And people love to compare. And like I said- That's just human nature. <laughs> some people are like, oh, if you're only surviving off your art, then you're a true artist, man. I recently had somebody told, tell, me, tell me this as a musician, man, okay? And let me tell you- That's something. not how it goes. That's, first of all, that's not true, 100%. But yeah, second of all, that. in the street art scene, man, that rule does not fly at all, man. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? It's like the currency no. is totally different, man. Yeah. It, I always say, we always say there's many forms of currency in the street art. And uh, the biggest, uh, you know, is street cred, I think. Right, you know what I mean? Right. And how much are you getting up, man? Because that's all that matters, like, to the street art community, man. How prolific are you? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, how yeah. How many people are, have we seen come and go, you know, they get out there for a little while, they get their, their image up, and then they get in the gallery. Right, right, right. And, and then, then they're gone. Never again on the street. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's another way I'm similar to you is, um, actually, you know, artwork is, is it's like therapy for me. Yeah, for me too. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, um, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something weird in here okay. just because um, I can't get it out of my mind. Okay. As interesting as I as uh, conversation we're having here, and as much as I'm still blown away by the fact that we're from <laughs> literally like not even 45 minutes away. No, you know what's funny is the, uh, the uh, friend that was texting me just before we went on, on here is sh she's from Fort Walton. No way. She owns a big house in Point Washington. Do you, do you know where Point Washington is? It's, Roughly, yeah. It's, it's, it's right there. It's, it's in your hood. And then my, my best bud uh, was my college roommate. He owns Vintage. Do you know Vintage? It's a, it's a wine bar there in, in a like, really great restaurant in Destin. There's so many and, of them now. Anyway, and next I mean, time you're there. I haven't been there that much next lately. Next time you're there. So. Well, I'm actually going there next, uh, next month. Well, let's, I'll, I will hook you up with him. He's a, he's, he's a tremendous guy. You'll love him. That's awesome, yeah. dude. Okay, so what's been kind of bugging me here uh, this morning, I'm, I'm looking at the news, and, and I see that, um, okay, so before today, you may have already heard about this, whatever, I'm sure, okay, you know, but um, Omari, before today, what is, um, okay, first of all, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, hear those cheers. beer bottles <laughs> opening, we're all having beers now. It's beer 30 officially. It's Friday, man. Mmm. Oh man, Peroni. Dude, thank you for bringing this uh, Peroni. Wonderful, Peroni. man. This beer. They sponsor me. Not really, but I wish they <laughs> yeah, they should. We're talking about them. Well, LA's great. At your next show, man, LA Story Gallery will sponsor Peroni at, uh, at, at your show, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, so before you, like I said, you may have already heard about this. Um, before this, what was the oldest you've ever heard of a woman giving birth? <laughs> Wait. Uh, Roughly. Well, Janet Jackson is pretty fucking old, and she just gave birth. But I'm sure she's not the oldest woman. She's like 50-something, right? Yeah, like 52, 53, maybe. Um, There's some lady... I mean, about I have heard about somebody who's, like, ridiculously old. But she had eggs, like, implanted in her, right? Okay, just, yeah, okay. exactly. That, that's, that's, how she, uh, okay. that's how she did it. But, I mean, before this, I, yeah, I thought it was, like, maybe in the high 40s was the moment. What okay. about you, James? I mean... There's that one story of the Bible, but that might be a fairy tale. Esther. <laughs> What's hell? I like that. We got we got some uh, <laughs> Esther. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's okay, not from Sanford. And, and how old was Esther supposed to be? 
I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing she was older, but like I said, this is a uh, you know biblical <laughs> time. <laughs> biblical time, but yeah, Janet Jackson might be the oldest one recently that I've heard in her fifties having okay. a baby, man. All right. So uh, evidently, in India, <laughs> this woman at the age of seventy-three. Shut the fuck. Up. Seventy-three. Who's fucking her at seventy-three? No, no, it wasn't. It was it was uh, immaculate conception. Oh right, yeah. Um, technically, you can say that actually. Yeah. Um, and not just one, twin girls. Wow. Twin girls. Wow, wow, wow. Um, so they were... When did this happen? IVF. They had it done IVF, oh. okay. And um, I actually have uh, a good amount of knowledge of this. A very close friend of mine um, did this, and uh, I was very closely involved uh, because she wanted to do it by herself. And um, I actually have some information, just right quick, a little quick sidebar. Um, anyone that is uh, looking at doing IVF to, to have children, um, there are three things that you need to make sure of. One, make sure you don't have a blood clotting situation. Two, you're gonna have a choice between doing a three-day embryo or a five-day embryo. Do the five-day embryo. They have a much better chance of taking. And the third thing, when they do the transfer of the embryo, do it under anesthesia um, because my friend did it a few times and it didn't work out. But the last time I was actually there in the meeting with the doctor and, um, you know, they were talking about how it was kind of tough for her the last time they transferred. And, um, you know, the doctor said, well, you know, maybe we can try it with under anesthesia. Mm. And it made all the difference in the world. So those three things, blood clot, do the 5D embryo, and do it under anesthesia. I guarantee you will have a much better chance of having a baby. Mm. How do we get on this topic? Because I wouldn't grab yours. This PSA is brought to you by. <laughs> because, dude, I, just, I saw this this morning. Brought and to you I, by Peroni. I cannot get this thing out of my mind. Yeah, Sorry, sure. I went to go grab some beers, man. And then all of a sudden we were talking about an IVF. <laughs> I'm not sure how that came up. <laughs> like I said, I, I could not... I just could not get this out of my mind, dude. It, it, it blows my mind. Well, but, um, I think that's a crime, just by the way. <laughs> I mean, I really do. First of all, we, we have way too many children on the earth right now. I'm, I'm afraid. Mm, mm, We're way overpopulated, especially in Absolutely. fucking India. Yes. They don't need any more children. They are I, I, I decided that Anybody I... Anybody been to... I've never been to... I have, have Oh, yeah, yeah. man. But also, this woman's not going to be able to care for these kids... Who's who's taking care of these children? That's who's, what I mean. This is going to be a completely different family dynamic. You know I, well, I mean, I mean like, there, there there is no family I mean, she's there. These are orphans. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. A decade. Well, you know what? And Here's the thing. It depends on on the community. Sure. Right. Sure. Because granted, we have some kids with parents in this country or sure. wherever that ruin them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just hoping that there's a community of a family, you know, around them that there has to be. Yeah. Because these, these kids are not going to be raised by these parents. No. The, the father's 80. No. Uh, who the father's are these fucking 80. people? <laughs> They're in Are India. they, like, rich? They're just, like... Um, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't check. I was just so blown away by... <laughs> so did you get up in <laughs> the, India, too, or not? I mean, Asia's not really too much street art friendly, to be honest. I mean, I got up in, I got up in Beijing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Slaps. Okay. Uh, I okay. Didn't wanna, you don't. I didn't want to. Um, you know. Have you? So you've been to China. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Did you go to Shanghai before? No, not Shanghai. I've taken. Uh, well, teacher uh, is coming to Shanghai. Shanghai's like the fucking Jetsons, bro. You know how like Beijing is kind of like a. Uh, you know, you see it that very old city. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Um, yeah. Apparently, it's just kind of like 
if you think about Shanghai and uh, Beijing, basically, yeah. it's just like New York and LA in terms of their rivalry, in terms of like which city represents China. So <laughs> Beijing basically represents like China, like the old school. Old I mean, you know, yeah. they build like the the, uh, the stadium there and everything too. Yeah, I think yeah. right, right. But the thing is, like Shanghai, honestly, like you go there, it's like the fucking Jetsons, man. Like I <laughs> can't even get over it. Yeah. What what all, what what? Uh, how many different countries have you gotten up in? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Like all over. I, I just did a little tour of, of Europe. I, I, this is cool. I went from Saint Martin in, uh, on a boat, on a sailboat, for fourteen nice. days across the Atlantic. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. I'm so dumb. I don't even I'm know where Saint Martin is, man. <laughs> it's down in the Bahamas. Bahamas. Oh, oh, oh okay, which okay. is almost gone now. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. How many days on a boat? Fourteen days on a sailboat. How big was the boat? It was a pretty big boat. Oh, over to Europe? It, to Lisbon, yeah. Holy shit. We, we stopped only once in the Azores. Uh, but saw like whales. I mean, it was, it was fucking cool. I, I really enjoyed That's, it. Dude, I'm so jealous. Yeah. But then I, I, I did Lisbon, um, Barcelona, Paris, uh, Berlin, Amsterdam, London. So I just got back... Um, <laughs> middle of July. When you went to Amsterdam, did you go to the uh, uh, NDSM area? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I did. I, I threw up a bunch of stuff there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Exactly. And I've been there a couple of times, but um, but yeah, that was it was cool. I had a good time. Yeah, no, uh, Teach and I just went to uh, Amsterdam pretty recently, earlier this year, maybe April or something. I can't remember when. It was actually, um, let's see, after March, April. Yeah, April, yeah. I think, April, May. Um, yeah. yeah, dude, we, this was actually from Amsterdam. They had the Rolling Kitchens um, festival. Ah. There, I got a glass here on the way. Wait, listen, it, it was a music festival. And music, yeah. Music I, and, and kitchens. I I met a guy earlier this year, and when I was just in Amsterdam, I had dinner with him, super cool guy, but he produces, a, I think he produced that festival. Oh, wow. totally. Yeah. Man. Dude, Amsterdam is full of so many cool people. Man, I, wait, just, oh, I love it. There's this artist, uh, he really supports the podcast now, too. Frankie Hollywood, basically. Yeah. Frankie! You know, What's up, then, brother? Like I said, he just... Uh, shot us real straight, you know what I mean? Get, yeah. Like you don't get that type of hospitality necessarily in Los Angeles a lot of time. Not only yeah. great hospitality, but but no bullshit. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> like if if like we're asking, hey, you know, he's like, yeah, no, 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 like, this, this that, and the other, whatever, <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay, thank you, yeah, thank you for being real and genuine with Clearly. us. He's actually going to be coming here. Yeah. Oh, he's well. He, you know what? It's funny because he hit me up and he was like, hey, give me a list uh, of uh, you know just activities and things to do in L.A. And I was thinking like. Huh, I've actually never really made one of those. <laughs> <laughs> <Or, yes. laughs> People always have their own agenda when they come to L- LA usually, you know what I mean? But, you know, I was just like, yeah, you want to get the fuck out of LA, you want to go to San Diego. <laughs> actually, right? Well, it just depends on what you want to do. There's, that's just, true, that's there's true. so many damn things to do here. But yeah, that's going to be cool having them here, I think, at the end of the year in December. Yeah, we'll have them back on the podcast, maybe. That'd be cool, man. Um, but let me ask you, on your European tour, man, yeah. what was your favorite area? Like, uh, y- you know... You know, I, I really loved Lisbon. I had never been to Lisbon before. In Portugal, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I loved it. Um, but I mean, I. Do I, they have a like a street art scene there or graffiti yeah, or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is fact, that? I, I inadvertently started some beef with somebody, so. Oh. Anyway, it's okay. We'll be we'll be all right. <laughs> I think T- I like set him straight and then I blocked him on everything. <laughs> Isn't blocking wonderful? I love it. It I love is it. the I best. Love it, yeah. Best I don't thing. I don't know why like. I mean, honestly, nowadays it's just like I don't know. If somebody rubs me wrong, just like 
I'll just block them real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? You well, don't think I've, I've got someone helping me with my Instagram now. And so I've instructed her that if any point in time there's any kind of, you know, stuff coming up, just block them. All right. Just nice. So I don't even see it anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I love it. This I, is, I, this I wish is I had the, somebody handle me on Instagram because it's like as an artist, you kind of have to do it, you know? Uh, yeah, did, but. Home all right. Did you have any big beefs when, like, here and, and any of the guys? You don't have to mention any, no names or well, anything. Well, no, no, no. I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> no, you know, whenever I first got started, I didn't really, I wasn't like down with etiquette or anything. I was just trying to make a statement. And I think Sweet that happens man. a lot with, with people just starting out and whatever. And so now, of course, I understand. And <laughs> I get it. But in the beginning, who was getting up all the time was Alec Monopoly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I would just throw shit all over his, like those like, <laughs> those like Monopoly men. And, um, and one day he sent me a message. He's like, dude, we have to stop this. Like okay, all right. So, uh, and then and then somebody else that I have mad respect for, but who also said to me one time, like, you need to fucking lay off my shit. A shark tooth. Oh well, yeah. Okay. I, okay. I, I, he he had done when I first got started. He was doing this like thriller stuff. Do you remember this? It was like Michael Jackson and like like monsters and shit. Do you? No, I don't remember him doing bells? that. Okay. No. I just remember him doing a shark man. Yeah. I mean that's his thing, you know. I mean I'm pretty sure that was shark tooth. But anyway. He had done something, and I threw like two kissing guys over it, and and uh, that was. But anyway, I, I have mad respect for Shark too. No, yeah, talented guy yeah, and everything, so, absolutely. But, yeah. but you know what? I, I like it that you do something random on the street, and they'll find you to talk to you about right, it. Right, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Track that bitch down. You know, and that's what I love about the street art scene. We always say it's just like you, you think you're just doing some random shit that nobody that's cares right. about, you know. But then there's some like. Street art graffiti nerds guard in that corner every single day when he walks back home. It's <laughs> true. It's true. Absolutely, man. Well, you know what? I, the way I see it, you know, if you have a, a cause that you're trying to bring some attention to, yeah. Um, I don't mind if you get fig over me, even mm-hmm. if it's just a, a poster, a pace, or whatever. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mind that because, um, you know, they're they're trying to get attention for a cause. You know, it doesn't make me happy or anything, but. You know what? I, I had understand. that Sean Hannity thing later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? The teacher's got the. Uh, Sean I just Hannity. saw it yesterday. And, uh, yeah, but out, out in front of Amila. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just playing. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> add to it. You can add something to it. Make, you, know. you know what I love, man? It's just like I said. I feel like it's just so crazy because. I feel like we actually all like just we're aware of each other's like vibe and energy because I've seen your art and you've seen teachers art you know what I mean and it's just like hey there's a mutual respect because you know for me Dude, I'm not an basically artist. about almost ten years of seeing each other's artwork yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. not meeting yeah that's that, crazy yeah, that's yeah honestly it's like I'm I'm more I'm more like starstruck now with him than I am the, with most celebrities uh, you know those, what I mean honestly man and I don't use honestly. I, We've been doing this uh, blog for, you know, 10 years now, man, almost, you, you know, and there's, like we've mentioned, there's so many people getting in, getting out, getting in, getting out, or I always say, I always say this, man, people get their, people get their heart broken and they turn to street art. <laughs> 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 right? You know I mean? They're like, we got to get it out there. And then you just like, you know, they may become addicted. They may not. But yeah. the point is like, that's how a lot of street artists get started a lot of times. Yeah, you you, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? They're like, something happens in their life that, 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 you know, they're ready to make a change. They're ready to make a statement or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and like I said, for me, it's all about longevity, man. I had a, I had actually, uh. Um, a fan, I guess, come over to my house the other day and he was talking about um, 
you know, I'm a DJ, right? So yeah. he was talking about, um, he was asking me, hey, what's your favorite DJ? You know what I mean? And then, I, I, to be honest, nobody's ever asked me that question in such a long time. And the reason I'm getting this is because uh, the DJs I actually respect are the guys who have long careers, 20 years, 30 years you know, in the game, man. I mean, you know, and that's the same thing I feel about street artists, man. It's just like, it's really, really, it's like, hey, man, you made one great piece, okay? You know what I mean? And, and I get it, man. People, there's one hit wonders all day, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you want to be, like, respected and be my personal favorite DJ, I'm saying I've been in the game for, like, 15 years, too, man. It's like, I'm going to respect a guy that's been in the game for 30, yeah. you know what I mean? Or respect yeah, actual musicians. I think that's, like, the difference between, um, you know, some people that are doing as a, as a momentary therapeutic um, yeah, occupation or, or or hobby or whatever, and then they're they're better, and then they go on off to something else, and then you know like then there's the others who are the real, you know, just that's who they are. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm those are the ones fitted. that have the longevity and just you know that's what yeah. they always do. And it yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah. you're going to be one of those, yeah, normal, right? Because your parents have that artistic thing and it's passed down through you. So I that's definitely a, have that gene. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean I'm not I'm not getting rich doing this. This isn't about it's not about fame or money or I mean I don't even know if it it's about not, respect. Yeah. It's it's really just the way I work through shit and 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 this seems to resonate with people. So uh, you know it's just it's just part of what I kind of part. No, of no I let me ask you. I feel like queer street art is. Kind I keep of a, hold on just a second. Do I have mine on backwards or something? Are my ears just bigger than yours? Because are, are they too loud? Feel, no, but they just don't feel like they fit my ears. Oh, is that right. better? Yeah, maybe I just had them on the wrong side. <laughs> maybe okay. My bad. You good? Headphone problem. <laughs> All right. Hey, it's real raw. Isn't and it? just now he finally adjusts it. Well, I kept like. I, I think you do have it on the other side, actually. I think well, they they feel better now, so yeah. maybe my ears are perfect, perfect, perfect. I guess I got lucky. No, see, mine are backwards, but my I'm not okay. I'm, my head's messed up. I just got a messed up looking head. Is all oh. it is. I want to ask you, man. Queer. Queer art is a genre, right? And yeah. queer street art is a genre. We've had a couple of yeah. uh, queer street artists on uh, the podcast. We had Jeremy Novi, we had uh, Little Ricky, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it, is this like a big? Uh, you know what? Let me tell you something. In within those two episodes, they had some of the largest listener audiences. Uh, it, it, you know, and oh, we just great. were like, hey, man, definitely, there's a big uh, street art. You know, queer. Uh, fan base, man. Yeah. Do you do you find that, or is that? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, first of all, I just want to say I I love both of those guys. Mm. Um, so uh, great guys. Yeah, Real yeah, guys. yeah. Um, I mean, I just think in the general culture, we're just more conscious of of, of queer people. So mm. there's a there's kind of maybe just a natural extension of that into street art. I see. But um, but yeah, actually, this brings up something I wanted to talk about. I'm doing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put together a show of queer street artists uh, working actively right now in North America. Oh man! It's nice. going to open uh, November 9th at In Heroes We Trust. So, do you guys know? Oh, Neely? I love Neely. Neely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Neely, I love you, sweetie. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so she's got a great space in uh, in uh, downtown LA on yeah. the fifth. Yeah. And um, and so we're 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 like pulling that together right now. I think it's going to hell be, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, awesome, man. I love yeah, Neely. Really I gotta cool. tell you what, Neely at In Heroes We Trust, um, she's another one who is like continuously out there working and and trying to get things to happen. Yeah. Um, I met her a few years ago, and you know, uh, she was at that time basically the same thing, just out there working, trying to make deals, trying to make things happen, and everything. And she got a, a space down in Venice. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, it was a good spot and everything. And she uh, made a, a really good community down there. And then in the process of that, she got the, the space downtown. And so <clears throat> I'm just, I'm always impressed and uh, thankful for uh, for her uh, for her efforts. So. You know what, what? This is one of the reasons why I love doing the podcast, man. Because like I feel like we're all kind of like we believe in a certain cause, we love it. You know, not everybody understands it, and this podcast has been able to kind of unite a lot of us, man. Because yeah. we're all in kind of like separate worlds, man. And for us, I mean, uh, we chose the name Ellie Schreier Gallery just because it was available and it was it was like you know encompassing basically. Because yeah. LA is like one of the biggest scenes for street art, basically. And we wanted to find a hub, basically, where um, you know artists can come together, and you know, and it's kind of it, it's, it hasn't happened as fast as we like it, man. You know, dude, I mean? it's but, it's uh, it's on the way. Like um, we we actually have some projects coming up, and some people are going to be meeting that uh, with some great ideas. That uh, one of those is Badir with uh, above art above reality. Oh, awesome! Awesome! Um, He's coming on the podcast soon too, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, just some of the ideas that he has. Um, you know, talk about helping to build a, a community of artists. Um, that is, uh, that's one of his, you know, one yeah. of his things he wants to do. Look at Amsterdam, man, because, you know, NDSM, right? Yeah, the yeah, area, yeah. they have it's a street crazy. art museum coming up, man. Like, it's actually yeah. like a street art An official museum. one. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I mean, like, I know this is kind of a controversial opinion, but some, they have a street art awards too in Amsterdam, yeah, you know what that. I mean? Yeah. Like, we don't want to put pit artists against each other. That's the main thing, you yeah. know what I mean? But people do like to be recognized, you know what I mean, for their... Uh, you could have, like, a cage match or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, would I, be, yeah, I would show up. I, I love it, I love it. You know... <laughs> A cage match, you know what I mean, and then a uh, uh, art show, man. It, it would be great, man. But, but you know, it'll be like a battle royale. You have a big canvas out there, and fifteen <laughs> artists going at it, beating each other up, trying to do some artwork, and then whoever's less left at the end gets to finish it and sign their name. I love it, man. Hey, you know, to the death, man, and the people who survive uh, die, their art is worth more, man. <laughs> no. no, just over the ring rope, just an over the ring rope thing. You know, we don't want to. It's a whole different insurance policy. You talk about city of industry not letting anything happen. They'll never let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what, man? Again, you know, just reach out to Ellie Strayer Gallery if uh, you don't want to do anything, man. I mean, uh, I don't handle that page. Brit- Brittany, she handles the uh, social media for Ellie Strayer Gallery. Uh, so, you know, if you're an artist out there listening, man, and you have some, you know, you don't know where to go to... Uh, do a show or have a community and just you're just kind of getting up by yourself man because there are artists that like they're out there man you, you know what I mean just reach yeah. out to us man and we'll put you in the right direction we'll send you with some collaborations and things like that man try to hook you up with some other street artists like minded deals, or man. something like that yeah you know? yeah yeah definitely We're, um, and you know granted if you're just that you know that that, that graffiti dude that's that is you know super cool and just does stuff never posts it up and doesn't want to talk to anybody or whatever um you know, and you don't want to have anything to do with this, that's fine. But you know what? We would love to have you on. <laughs> I would love to talk to you and hear what you have to say. What's um, cool, man, is like, you know, people like Eddie Donaldson, man, he's come on and just kind of fish. He's come on. And it's really just yeah. like... Um, we welcome everyone. Everyone out in, there. Yeah, at least Gallery, we've always covered street art and graffiti and any sort of public And you know art. what? It doesn't even necessarily have to... You don't have to be a graffiti artist or, you know, uh, an artist. But if you have some knowledge of it or some connection to it, some project going on with it, um, you know. I want to give a shout out to photographers, right? Yeah. yeah. Because, Dude, please. because, you know, what, what we do on the street is really... 
ephemeral, right? It's it can be gone yep. tonight. Gone. I mean, in I, minutes. I mean, I put stuff up and literally <laughs> driven back by when I knew it was dry, and it's fucking already gone. Right? Oh yeah, you know. Been so, there, but 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 the photographers that are that are working really taking the pictures and 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 and, and posting those, and I mean, they're really. Uh, I, I think their work is just as important, really, as what Very we do. Very true. Agreed. Because that's how it lasts, right? That's how that's how somebody gets to see what we did. The documentation, dude. We right, absolutely. It yeah. would be gone. And, um, you know, now, luckily, uh, with all these guys, it's, you know, published, documented, and lives on forever. Guys and gals. So that, many very... female photographers out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, since we're, we're kind of wrapping up, but of course we can go as long as you want, man. We've kind of done an hour already, but I just want to kind of talk about a little bit about the uh, 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 different types of medians we have coming on the show, man. We have a sign artist coming on the show that does street, specific, like, street signs. Um, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember yeah, those images yeah. you sent me. I love that. I, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce his last name or else I would totally, uh, you know, give him a <laughs> shout out right now. We have a, a London, London K who's a yarn, yarn bomber oh, coming, like coming on, you know what I mean? So, uh, you, you know, we just want to kind of uh, expand the horizons of what people consider street art because a lot of people, you know, they're casual fans of street art and maybe they just like murals, man. You, you, you know yeah. what I mean? And, uh, you know, we've had sticker artists on, we've had photographers on, basically, yeah. and uh, it's just anybody in the community, man, basically. So it's awesome for you to recognize the artists, because it's true, man. I mean, the photographers, because it's like, without the photographers, man, I mean, the street artists wouldn't be anything, man, actually. Just nope. jacking off on our own. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let me ask you, man. I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, do you have any uh, any projects you have coming up or anything you want to promote? Uh, the... Well, no, I... I uh... I uh, mentioned uh, this show. It's called The Streets Are Queer. Mm. Um, it will be November 9th uh, at In Heroes We Trust on 5th and DTLA. Uh, I mean... We still got a little bit of time. Is there there. anything else you want to talk about? Like yeah, any yeah, other, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like we wow, you know, I felt like I was going to come in and have like tons of things I wanted to go over. Uh, I mean, I think it's cool to talk about again. old school... Like like street art people too that I just don't see around anymore. Like who? Or, or like no. who? Who comes to mind well, first? Well, I was just thinking when we were talking about uh, Greg earlier, or we mentioned Greg, but uh, Pablo Perez is that? Mm. What, mm. Whatever happened to him? Does, is Pablo he, Perez is he the one that did like the little buildings? No, he was he was like a writer, like he had like a blog. Oh oh, what was it? Was it Am Dirty Floor his, or? Yeah 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 yeah. Okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Dirty Floor. Yeah, yeah Dirty Floor. I mean, yeah. these, people hey. don't realize that you know these blogs sometimes just one person. Yeah no of course. And you know sometimes these people they go to something else. Yeah. Right. You know, some a lot of times when people see something that looks so official, you know they think oh this is going to keep going. Yeah. You know this this. I, purely expect to check back in and see more, yeah. you know, and they don't realize that sometimes these people are dealing with some major shit, you know, no, or sure. they find other interests or something like right, that. Right, right, right. That's yeah. why we had a lot of respect for Greg, uh, Greg Linton yeah. with uh, Merrill's in Fairfax because, you know, he went on for a while. Yeah. We, we now, do, you know what? We do always talk about that and I'm going to post up a, a video actually that we did of uh, a bankrupt slut, his band, actually, because oh, okay. you know, oh, for, wow. yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I didn't know you made a video of that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll post it up, man. It, it got it got a lot of views too, <clears throat> because like this is when uh, Melrose and Fairfax and Greg they were getting out of the street art game because uh, um, there was just a lot of hate in the in the scene, you, you know, at the time, basically, right? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? But basically, I wanted to. Uh, um, me and uh, Mitchell, the other uh, founder of LA Street Gallery, we wanted to document just everything that was going on because Mitchell's such a great director and videographer. 
Um, and he was just like saying that, hey, we got to, you know, this guy's doing this blog. We get, he's part of the community, man. And he is doing wheat paste basically of like a, of a, a bankrupt slut basically. I don't yeah. know if you remember. Oh, no, of course. I, I uh, Greg went around with me one night and mm. shot me while I was like, you know, throwing stuff up. We, oh, cool. We spent a lot of time together. He put together a show. I mean, yeah, this the, doesn't um, seem like such a long time ago to the, me, but I know it was a long time was ago. It the, it's almost the a decade ago. Or something like that. That the, uh, the Sunset Marquee. Yes, that was it. That yeah. was it, Sunset yeah. Marquee. And, Dude, uh, he made it. They sold job. some big time pieces there. Yes, he yeah. ended up getting uh, screwed over by the the gallery no, owner and everything. Was a dick. He he still probably has like a hundred of my signed prints that I never got a dime out of. Not <sighs> not Greg, but this other this other gallery. I, I, yeah, I know exactly who character. you're talking about. Um, yeah, I don't know his name, but fuck that guy. Well, we don't <laughs> yeah, <know>. fuck <laughs> that guy. Like was, it was it was an amazing show. You know, like there was a uh, basically what's one of the things that I remember was a uh, newspaper machine. And, you know, it just had tags all over it and stickers all over and everything. That thing went for $40,000. Yeah, right. That one piece went for $40,000. Okay. And so that's what kind of created that buzz for a little while. You know, there's some other pieces that went for a pretty good amount as well. But, you know, that created that buzz for a while. That's interesting because, to be honest, I wasn't on the street art radar when this... uh, I would say, like, uh, when, when Brainwash had his show, I was, like, not paying attention to street art yet, you, you know what I mean? And then <laughs> I was... Maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. He looks like it, but he's 37 years old, 36. Oh, yeah. Wait, what are you... Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I know, he looks like he's, like, 20-something, right? Of your life. I'm Asian, man. Asian don't raisin, bro. Why do I say that, dude? So Black unfair. don't crack, Asian don't raisin, dude. Uh, so unfair. But anyways, what I'm saying is that... Um, uh, who, so, else? who else? Who uh, else... Uh, yeah, we don't. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you thought it was I someone, mean, then you're like, no, I don't like yeah, you anymore. I mean, there's. I mean, listen, it, that was a cool scene uh, back then. I, I, I don't know. I'm a little disappointed that it's not like on fire here anymore. But I guess all things come to an end. And well, the thing is, like, everything's cyclical, and people say like street art's over. A lot of people in the art industry, I've heard of that. I've heard that a lot. Okay? Yeah. And the thing is, like. I'm just like, hey, man, you know, for music, it's like, hey, I like a certain type of music, not because it's trending right now. Right. You know, I mean, I like it because I fucking feel it in my soul. I understand it. And well, that's the same thing for art, too, man. So, I got a question. Okay, do you think it's guys. ever going to, um, like, build up like it did again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I mean, first of all, street art is not a commodity, right? So we're talking about it as, as a a way for gallery owners to make money or whatever. Yeah, fuck those okay, guys. Fuck that. <laughs> no, street art is a way of communicating with the with the public, right? Yeah. We are we are we are stripping away uh, walls of privilege and access by throwing up messages and art and intention on the street. And that lets everybody see it. And it's not just for a select few people who show up at an opening or somebody who has access to somebody's private collection or whatever fuck fuck that right this is this is communication and graffiti has been around forever right yeah. i mean the the greeks and the romans were were you know drawing dicks on their walls and or you know whatever <laughs> and and uh, so it's been around forever and and as we move I, I think more and more and more into these kind of isolated areas where we're stuck on our phones stuck in our computers and but we got to go places, right? We're, yeah. st- we're still going to move to the grocery store. We're still going to go to the, you know, wherever. And we're going to drive by a billboard and it's going to have an ad for something on it. And right next to it is going to be, 
you know. A throwy. Right. And, <laughs> or uh, a badass piece uh, by sauteing. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I think it's always going to be important. And uh, it's just, yeah, I, I think like I was saying, it's just cyclical maybe right now. People get a little tired of it or they feel like it's been, you know, watered down and everybody's a street artist. Well, you know, it's but, weird because like I feel like if you're in the scene, you can definitely feel that way like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like, all right, everybody's a street artist. But, you know, me just being an observer and not in the street art scene, yeah. I'm constantly meeting people every single day who don't understand it and still think it's vandalism. Yes, and right. still... <laughs> Still, okay, well, here's, here's yeah. my... I, I don't think it's ever going to get like it was at one point. That one point. Maybe not, yeah. Mm. Like, nowhere close. And it's only because... Um, there, it, mainly because of, of what Banksy did with the film. Yeah. You know, Banksy yeah. and Brainwash and all those guys. Yeah. Um, they, they put together this film, Exit Through the Gift Shop. Right. And that's what got everyone all inspired and out there going crazy and everything. Now, what also happened at that time, um, shortly after I got started, was they changed the laws of mm. penalties because before I got started I did some research and I put aside a couple thousand dollars to cover any fines oh, wow. you know whatever Sorry, okay. but right after I got started they started going after revoke uh-huh yeah I remember that and they went after him for like three hundred fifty thousand dollars or right, something like right, that right, right, right. and wow. so at that point they changed it to where anything that you do that costs more than four hundred dollars to fix right. clean up yeah. repair replace yeah is a felony. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> and that was all based on a revoke, basically? No, it's, that's just, that's what they started. That's oh, when see, it I changed. That, that was like one of the first guys, that was I guess. That piece on the, on the LA River. Is, is that no, 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 no. That was completely different. That's, oh, okay. Um, are you talking about the MTA or a Sabres piece? Those are, because um, there's, um, you know, the MTA did a massive MTA, the three oh, block long. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, But yeah. that was like, that was Smear and that was the MTA. Um, but uh, then there's Saber did an amazing, you know, huge piece in the river basin as well. Um, but no, uh, Revoke, they, they were basically going after the train cars and they added up, you know, all these train cars and everything. And that's how they came up with it 350 or more thousand dollars. Sure. And he had, they got him off an airplane basically. When took him off an airplane, he had, was really? going somewhere, he had just done a tweet or something like that. And they went and grabbed him off the damn airplane. And, you know, um, when I heard that, you know, I was like, well, man, that's, that's ridiculous. Now this shit, guy can't yeah. put his message out there. Yeah. And it kind of actually inspired me a little bit. It was like, man, I, I, you know, because this guy can't put his message up, I want to get my message up, yeah, right, you know? Right. And my message is you know, a little bit different or whatever. But um, I did not know about the law change, though. Yeah, yeah. I didn't find that out, so I got arrested. And, you know, luckily it was just for some street signs, but they were trying to add them up and it added up to over 400 bucks. But luckily I was walking my dog the next day and happened to see the guy from the graffiti control system spray some lacquer thinner on the sign and wipe it. it right in on. like eight seconds, it was cleaner than it was before. I went over and took a picture of that and that's one of the things that helped, you know, get it to go from a felony down to a misdemeanor. Oh, yeah. okay. Have you had any run-in with the cops? Yeah, that's oh, my next question. I yeah. can't believe I didn't ask that yet. That's all right. Again, we're a little bit starstruck today, man. Seriously. One time. Uh, you know, really only one time I was in Beverly Hills and I was doing something. I just, you know, I, I'll just pull off the side of the road, get out of my car, like, you know, in traffic or whatever and start doing something. Sure. And um, <laughs> so I had a cop pull up 
what's going on, you know. Daytime or nighttime? It was it was at night. Okay. And uh, I I can't remember what I said, but I you know acted dumb and just you know again. This is like white privilege too, right? Oh, because I know. Yeah, I, I use it I, all to my advantage. Well, I, I, I think you, you don't understand. People, the audience may not know that you're white right okay, now. So well, we just no, that's right. They don't know. <laughs> they okay, right. It. So. Oh, all right. Yeah, he's no, 51 I mean, years old. He's a white man. He's oh, got a, shit. a, a okay, great, oh. great looking beard. Pull it back. Great looking guy. He's, uh, he's a large, uh, muscular fellow. That's right. That's uh, doesn't have to worry about, you know, like we had a, a young girl on not long ago that was, dude, she's like five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing. Uh-huh. It's like I can I can curl that easily. Yeah. Can you imagine that poor thing going out in the streets putting she, stuff up? She's the toughest bitch you'll ever meet. I'm telling you, dude. Uh, Meg Zaney. Uh, you know, okay. she's tiny. There's some uh, other ones yeah. also like uh, you know, Unfuck I, Yourself I like her. and 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 Padilla. That's uh, Unfuck yeah, Yourself. Yeah, and like, you know she's what? Tiny Let's give too. a shout out to uh, True True Love. Actually, she's doing the Sugar Coated Show. Actually, I don't know if you know too much about that. She's doing like a scavenger hunt. It's really, really picking up on social media, man. Okay. I think I think it's sometime in uh, you know Plastic Jesus, Unfuck Yourself. They um, they all did uh, collaborations with her, man. Oh, and cool. It's just like a really cool scavenger hunt, man. And uh, and you know what? Participation is big. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, and she actually got a lot of support. people to participate, man. And it's something that uh, you know we always uh, hope everybody can do. And this podcast, I mean, is just reaching more and more people, and we're feeling more cohesive as a community too. You know, so wait a second. Okay, I, I, I so. How did how did exactly what did you say to that cop and what did he say to you and what how did give him some it? tips? Okay, I'm right. sorry. I, I totally I remember. Never, give I, the toys some tips. Remember. I know? said that I had spilled something in the car and then I had gotten out of the car to like clean it up, mm. uh, and that was and you know I'm. He didn't. That see was that. a dumb thing to say because he could have been like, "Is was it a beer or what? We you know what do you have in the car?" But <laughs> I just that was just what came to my mind. Oh, I had pulled over because I had spilled something. I was trying to clean it. Do you normally care like one? Wait, one so did he see putting? Uh... No, no, no. I'd already put it up. It was oh, already there. Okay. And he and it was. I was literally on Doheny and Sunset. Yeah. Okay. And um, and so it was a busy. It was like a weekend night. It was a lot of. I mean, they had other. This is what I'm thinking. A lot bigger fish. These to guys fry. have other stuff to worry about. Yeah. Like if they're gonna go and pull uh, revoke off of a plane, uh, airplane. What the fuck is wrong with our system? Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, it's ridiculous. Send him a note in the mail. Right? Yeah, say, hey, I mean, you know what? We'd like look, to talk to you. we're pissed off about this. Stop. Yeah. Or send us some money or I don't know something. But That's what they want at the end of the day, man. They want to make an example. You know, oh, absolutely. And they want some money. Ridiculous. And then, uh, yeah, that, that's just how it is, man, you know. <laughs> Bigger shit to worry about. <laughs> but that, that's cool, man. You know, like I said, it's just so awesome, man. I mean, like, again, we've been, we've been going about an hour. Um, but it's really cool to me, man, that... Two guys from the Panhandle of Florida today are meeting in Los Angeles after seeing each other's work for ten years, I man. It doesn't get Blows more my mind, it doesn't get more beautiful and you know than that in the art scene than than something like that, man. You know, you know, and all those people who judge street art as a lowbrow art man, tell me write me a more beautiful story right there. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? And look, you know, I feel like we didn't you got a little bit deep into today about just like what street art is, man. But I feel like there's so much more we have to talk to you about. We gotta have you back on yeah, again. Yeah, you know, I mean, let's do we it. didn't even smoke any weed before this. What before. happened? <laughs> you know, dude, should... I'm sorry, I got starstruck. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I was you know, excited. He started saying cool things. I'm like, wait, shut up, wait, shh, shh. I didn't. I was not. I don't think I was rude. He said, "Dude, wait, you're saying cool things. Please wait, please wait." Yeah, you know, I mean, so I'm just saying that there's like a lot of uh, there, there's. Uh, 
We'd love to invite you on again, man. I would love that. Maybe we can bring some queer artists whenever I do the show. Yeah, yeah. no, let's do that because you know what? Um, we want to be uh, what do they call it? Allies, allies of you, the queer community. You are allies for sure. Oh, I know that. that. Is that, yeah. is that hey, what it is? You know what? Yeah, it comes yeah, yeah. down to yeah. anyone that's that's trying to put a nice positive message out there or beautify the city. We're all about that. All about that. And you know what? I mean, shit, even if you're just trying to fucking vandalize the place, man, if you have a message, man, I want to talk to you too, <laughs> you know? That's true. Yeah, you know, exactly. But as far as hooking you up with the community and someone else like-minded, you know? That, that's true. <laughs> that, <laughs> you're totally right, man. But no, we would love it, man. We would. Okay. I think deal. there's a we'll big, big, like a queer street art a community, man. Yeah, there and, is. Um, there is. And, you know, it's not just L.A., man. I mean, no, it's Jeremy like Novi, he's from... He's from uh, 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 North, I mean, he's from uh, Milwaukee, actually, but he, he, you know, he kind of like he did a lot of work in uh, uh, SF. He's coming back on to actually talk about Burning Man. You, you know, I mean, oh wow, he's. He, I've been to Burning Man like five. Have you been to Burning Man? No, I oh, haven't. No worries. This is why I was like, man, I want to I talk to. Either, Don't worry. We'll go together. Maybe we, <laughs> we should go. You know what? People say street art's over. Burning Man's definitely I over. I think Burning Man might <laughs> yeah. be over. I went to this thing actually earlier this year that was very cool. It's not quite over. Decompression? No, it's called Tribal Gathering. Mm, okay, okay. It's in Panama. It was uh, 16, 18 days camping on the beach in Panama with like a thousand wow. uh, ravers, uh, hippies. It's not a queer uh, thing, basically. No, right? it's, it's not. But, it's but, a it, but, thing. but we created like a queer sure. circle. It was very cool. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, it was um, uh, all these indigenous people. So, so this group brings in indigenous people. Uh, groups from all over the world, yeah. like uh, uh, from Gabon and from uh, like 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 Indonesian, oh wow, uh, uh, indigenous people all over South America, um, the Creek Indians, and I mean it's like it's it's everything, and everybody's doing like a little plant medicine, so this is cool too, Ooh. and uh, but at at night it's all this tribal music all night long, sometimes mm. really until the sunrises and so it's like a bunch of hotels around there no like we're like in tents and on a, oh, i slept in a hammock like six or eight nights is it like oh. right on the beach it's fucking beautiful it's like fire festival it's called no. tribal well when <laughs> not, not listen, <laughs> no when i no. told people oh yeah i'm going to this tribal gathering festival they're like dude be careful because yeah. there could be fire festival <laughs> happening you know about fire festival? Yes, that's oh, why okay. I'm saying no. Yeah, no, no, no. Not fire no, fest. No, 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 no. no it's this not that at all. Awesome, this man. is the seventh or eighth year. I think. I think tickets just went on sale again. It's in February. Panama, huh? Yeah, in Panama. Interesting. And yeah. um, it's Fish, it's very cool. Fish I just sand. I love the idea that everyone's in tents. Yes. Oh no, it's so you're very. Intense. The indigenous. People you have to bring your own tents. Are in tents. Well, the indigenous people have like these like huts, like like palm frond covered. I mean, it's 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 very legit and real, and um, I, so 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 respectful of the indigenous people there. Uh, we, like, there are workshops. They teach you how to, uh, um, you know, uh, do tribal basket weaving. And I mean, there's all, I can't think of what all they taught right now. But there's no drugs involved. Like are there? dancing. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> but 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 it's it, it it's great. So like all during the day, they they are teaching like like different workshops and, and they talk about their cultures and they bring in all these different speakers and everything. It's, it's fascinating. And awesome. then at night, you know, it's some like beautiful music and people and everybody's having a lot of fun. And yeah. It's just a big love fest, but no, I mean, honestly, so like Burning Man, this is for 18 days and when is 18 it? days in 18 Panama. Days. Yeah. Let's Holy look it up. Shit. Uh, yeah, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's in. I was in there well, at the up. end of February. Give us, give us the dates. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to give you I, my. I, uh, I totally dig this. Oh my thing. god, let's all go together. I'm going to give you my my take on Burning Man, man. Okay. You know, so I've been to Burning Man five times, um, and then uh, I just never really could subscribe to the uh, the Burning Man culture, man. Y- yeah. You know, because like honestly, okay, I, I to be honest, I'm just I'm too old now. Like well, I just a, had a conversation with a man about that. He said he's there. too old. And I'm like, what? No, I, I, I think for he, myself. Okay. Not yeah, for yeah, I understand, like, and that was kind of his response. Yeah. Like when I was younger, this this is something that I would have put up with for a few days for the experience. Tribal. Oh, there it is. Tribal okay. gathering. When uh, is it? Uh, February 28th through uh, March 16th. Okay. Panama, man. I've never been to Panama, dude. That's the only awesome. thing I know about That's Panama. That's my parents live right now in oh, Panama. Really? So I did, t- like, I actually left two days early because, I mean, 18 days is a long fucking time. <laughs> I, I stayed for 16 days and then I went and spent two weeks with my parents because I felt like I would be like. Nice little cleansing thing. Yeah, and then I could deal with. Pa- parents all will, of that. like, uh, put you back in the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But you know what? Like I said about Burning Man, though, I was just... Let me t- tell you a story and then yeah. kind of close it off. Yeah. At the very end, you know, the whole point is radical self-reliance and uh, leave no trace. This okay. is like two right. big themes of Burning Man, right? So, I'm, I, you know, everybody's bringing plastic bags so you can hold all your trash and kind of stuff like that. Like, you know, you want to make sure everything's... It's so dusty out there. You get like micro dust particles on everything. Okay, it's one of the reasons why I won't go. Yeah, no, I mean, I w- honestly, it's I'm too old for this shit too. Seriously, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm a lot younger than you, man. You know, but <clears throat> let me tell you something. So I was uh, eating a, one of my you know handy pack granola bars, basically. You know, keep you keep you fitted, right? I was walking um, to meet a friend at one of their camps, and then I threw the granola bar wrapper in their trash, uh-huh. and some lady fucking went. Went off on me. <laughs> wow. wow! A granola, like a thin plastic thing in their trash because they felt like, hey, that's your fucking trash. You need to fucking take it out. I'm like that tight, huh? Wow. No, I'm just saying, like, it just wow. you know, it's the last day. People have done a bunch of drugs and yeah. uh, they're all like, uh, you know, no happy cells anymore. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, when, when your rules are radical self reliance and a leave no trace, man, you don't. You have your teams again. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And I'm not a big teams guy, man. You know, I always say it's like people are so competitive, especially in this town. It's like, man, I just want everybody to succeed, man. That can't always happen, man. But you, you know what I mean? That's why I don't like the Burning Man mentality. You know, it builds like these camps that are against each other. And again, like, I think, Aww. like, you know, it's not so good to like pit people against each other, no, no, you know, no, when no, there's no. a famine mentality kind of in Burning especially Man. Especially when right? there's an artistic element involved. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, that's really what I want to go for. And, you know, whatever happens, happens, right? But, but I will say, I was just just before I came in here, I was looking at somebody's feed, and they had ten photos of like beautiful people yeah. out in the desert, virtually naked. But there's like a lot of like whippets and like the like I I don't know. It just it seemed like I don't know. Well, drugs have always been a part of that culture, yeah, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, like I said, there's some people. Like, hey, not all drugs are substances, man. Some people, like, their drug is, like, getting naked out yeah. in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> you know right. I mean? yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that so it's like, to me. So I kind of see it as, I mean, trust me, man. It's like, for me, it's, like, way too dirty to get in the orgy dome inside the, <laughs> inside Burning There's an orgy dome? I mean, not anybody attractive is going to be in there, right? You, you, oh. you know what I mean? No, they have a thing called the human car wash, actually, at Burning Man, okay. actually. Oh, so boy. basically, 
um, everybody imagine you know you car wash or you get sprayed the water yeah. and then you go through the uh, the little things right so all those are done by hand basically so wow. it's, it's kind of like a really cool I mean like I said it's it's an out there experience yeah. man and I definitely recommend it but I'm just saying that I can't just even as an artist and as you know as open minded as I am I find that like that type of whole like kind of Burning Man uh, culture just really. At the end of the day, like it really does pit people against each other. You, you know what I mean? And yeah. then you can see how, like I said, the famine mentality. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, at the end, man, when the man burns, like I said, ashes to ashes. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, unfortunately, I don't even know. A few years ago, there was a guy that ran into the fire uh, and sacrificed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, oh, saying, lovely. <laughs> Killed it for everybody. <laughs> right? Jeez. You know what I mean? Can they, I just honestly tell you that now, for a fact, you're, I'm never going to go. <laughs> Because yeah, exactly. I'm just going to be sitting there going, okay, okay, it's, it's burning now. When's it? Uh, I mean, you're you're pretty far away. You're like probably like a football field away from the man when you're burning. But this guy just, dude, someone can do a football field in like five, you know, seven <laughs> seconds, easy, <laughs> faster. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, this guy just ran into and killed himself, man. But but anyways, again, I can't wait to have Jeremy Novi on, man, to kind of just talk <laughs> about his experiences because, like, um, you know, Novi's like a artist that goes and travels to China, he'll do crazy shit. So we had a really cool conversation last time, man. Yeah. And, oh, uh, uh, you know, we just can't wait, man. So, again, we love to have you on, man. Cool. Please feel free Thanks to again. bring, like, other street artists, man, that are queer, not queer, anybody yeah. in your community, man. I would We'd love, love to have to do you that. on again. I will definitely come back. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, guys. Take care, you guys. Uh, so, uh, anything else, Teach, you want to plug? Just to have people please uh, leave a review. That's right. Um, you know, help us to make ourselves better and reach more people. Uh, that's about it. And also, uh, follow PTTP Show on Instagram and LA Street Gallery if you don't want to. It's all good. And Homo Riot. And Homo Riot. What's that? H O M O R I O T, right? Yeah, Homo Riot. Uh, I mean, yeah. If you I'm can't there. find that, then you know, <laughs> I'm there. good luck. Just, yeah. <laughs> You'll find it, all right? Thank you guys very much. Uh, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Take care. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace. And in the